Okay, we're off. Welcome back, guys. One, two, three, four. Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> Ellie and I are sharing a mic today, up close and personal. I've got my own one. He's got his own star of the show. So, welcome back, Laugh Lines and Lip Filler. How have we been this week? We've had a busy, busy week. Um, Harry, do you want to start with what you've been up to this week? Yeah, I've been good this week. It has been busy, actually. You can all, like, you know, coming into November, it really picks up, which I think we knew was going to happen. Everyone's getting ready for Christmas. Party season. Festive season. Exactly. So, yeah, people getting Christmas ready. I love it. Um, so you've been doing a lot of B12 treatments, haven't you? Yeah, really busy to, with the B12. So um, that's one of our newer treatments, actually, B12. But it's taken really well. I think people are really liking it. I'm desperate for mine. I've had mine. How many have you had? One. Oh. <laughs> have you felt good after it? Do you know what? As a mother of two... No, cut that. Um, <laughs> don't want anyone to know that. Um, <laughs> no, genuinely, as... No, I've got to say something. Okay, oh, good job. Okay, wait. <laughs> because, yeah, I think it actually has worked. Um, I felt more energetic. Is that... Am I meant to feel more? Like, that is what I'm meant to feel, right? From my point of view, the reviews that I'm getting from it... When So, when we're doing the package, I'm always, you know, so what, two months later, people are coming back for their second, third treatment, whatever it is. And I'm always asking, so, how were the effects from last time? Every single time, it's... Um, my energy levels are much better. I'm sleeping better. And, but, as a result, I'm so much more productive the next day, which I love. I think everyone's getting so much more done. Yeah, no, I definitely felt more energetic. I am desperate for mine. I'm going through the stage where I could wake up in the morning. I do wake up quite early, but I cannot get out of bed. Yeah, it's the winter. I need it. Mm. Okay, well, so you've been doing a lot of B12, which is the perfect autumn winter treatment. I have been organising a few, well, the, doing the background research and background preparations for a few new treatments, which we're really excited about. I wish we could talk about them. Yeah, can we not? Are we not allowed to say? No, I don't think so. Oh, not yet next no next time maybe, maybe yeah, next maybe or the next time, time after what? we can't give a little clue um okay do you want to give a little clue on the it begins with p <laughs> oh seriously that is the most obvious clue and ends in <laughs> <laughs> um okay well just <laughs> giving it away um so ellie what have you been up to this week <laughs> um i have been visiting the clinics making sure they are spick and span for our amazing clients i think she's been doing a lot more than that but that's just we can just okay, we'll leave that one there so our topic of the week is what do we do to make injectables safe mm. again this is more of a harry topic i mean most of these topics are going to be harry things but yeah i thought it'd be quite a good one because i think that when you're a first time filler client you are so scared and you want to know all the ins and outs of what the treatment is how do they do it what the um you know what can happen to me what is gonna what am i gonna look like straight after so i think it's a good one because we focus so much on how to make our treatment safe yeah i thought we could talk about a bit about what we do harry do you want to take it away yeah um okay so what do we do to make things safer so i actually think about this in a in a way of there's never going to be that one like golden bullet like 
one thing sorts everything to make it safer so i always think about it as um what are like the lots of little things that you can do to build a treatment up to make it overall safer and just loads of little sort of tweaks and yeah adjustments the the big one at simply clinics is us using cannulas um because you will find that out of a clinics but i think we use cannulas a lot more for most of our treatments actually which um is definitely a lot safer so to to kind of talk about what cannulas are and you know why they're safer so when when most injectable treatments are done they're done by injecting with needles into the skin and particularly with filler treatment you're worried that actually there is the possibility of the filler kind of going into the wrong place like a blood vessel or something like that which is very very rare i mean fortunately i've i've never seen that happen before but it's one of these kind of potentials but by using a cannula because it's blunt and it doesn't have a sharp kind of needle into it the chances of it actually going into a blood vessel is so much less so we find that to be a lot safer yeah definitely i think i don't, I don't know if i would ever have known about the cannula method years ago no. but now i guess we know so much i'm like only cannula yeah when i used to have my lips done it was mainly um with the needle method mm. and i can genuinely say that the cannula is so much less painful for me mm. i was also finding um i'm not saying that either method is the better one but when i was having the the needle i actually got a few lumps whereas with a cannula i have not experienced that before mm. and you probably wouldn't to be honest because with the cannula it, you're kind of getting that really sort of smooth kind of introduction of the filler rather than with a needle just kind of like doing lots of kind of injections yeah. over and over you get that kind of constant um yeah just the soft kind of smooth introduction of the filler and um yeah obviously just moving on from the cannula method but another one of the things that we do is number one our clinics are doctor led so all of the extensive training that you guys have and you want to talk about a bit about that because I think as a client when you're knowing that you're going to somewhere where they've got only really experienced highly qualified doctors doing the aesthetic treatments it's already a lot more reassuring yeah so i because I, this conversation comes around a lot where people say well why do you need to be a doctor to do these treatments why do you need to be a nurse etc yeah i guess we touched on it last week as well don't we yeah exactly um and and um, i my answer is always with regards to the safety actually it's that i feel it's the safest or safer approach to to have someone who knows what to do in the event of an emergency or not that we really ever have them thankfully but you know it's just kind of planning for the worst really um and as doctors i think your kind of ability to use like needles and we use cannulas in the nhs it's a pretty normal thing to use so actually your kind of familiarity of all of those things drawing up medications how to give them it's just um it's like second nature to you guys exactly yeah you just kind of have been doing it for so long yeah definitely it's just second nature yeah second nature so i, I mean again this I, you could go on for days i feel like just kind of listen all the things that you do and so, sometimes i feel like i don't really even think about all the things that i'm doing it's just again it's second nature i think that's the name of this episode it's just second nature <laughs> um so potential risk of uh injectable treatments infection we're injecting into the skin so cleaning the area we're pretty pedantic about cleaning actually i had a client come the other day she was lovely and she was an infection control nurse 
so literally her job being just making sure that everywhere is clean and infection free and all the rest of it and she said to me i love this clinic having like she'd never had injectables here before until i treated her she said i love this clinic and the first thing that sticks out to me is that it's clean really yeah um so people really do like it's like at the forefront i mean she's an infection control nurse so i was going to say actually um one thing that i noticed when i go when that I look for when I go to clinics if they have a wax pot if that wax pot is dirty it's not clean I can tell you now it's not clean with wax dripping down the side hairs on it all that kind of stuff I can tell you now that Simply Clinics has the cleanest wax pots okay I tell you now I it's it's just something because waxing would be like a lower level treatment if you're not clean with that if you're not getting the basics yeah. right yeah if you're not and then you want to then have microneedling or something like that if you're not clean with that then what can you expect for the rest of the treatments that's my view i this is more of like a um scary client story story Go on. but i i'm not i have to kind of keep i went to a a clinic once and I did not have a treatment the person who worked at the clinic was sterilizing the needles that they were using so like we're talking filler filler botox here finish with the needle put it into you know when you go to like a barber's like or oh no like a, a yes when you go to a nail shop and they put all the uh, utility uh, was like and I said to this person I was like what are all those needles and they're like oh those are just um, needles that are being sterilised and I thought no I'm sorry did you get up and leave oh I didn't have any uh, yeah what did you say well it was just like a console set like it wasn't like a there was no kind of commitment but um, yeah to me but you know that's funny because to me I would never in a million years think that like that that's just not an option you just wouldn't do it but but there are people that are doing things like that that's disgusting isn't it disgusting disgusting um yeah and i guess that's also um aftercare as well we are so you you have to follow the right aftercare to avoid infection and to so when i joined simply clinics i didn't actually realize until you know obviously i kind of got my induction of like how everything was working and we've got all of the qr codes in the pamphlets which i love like they so because they are the bane of my life (laughs) we're so modern from a marketing perspective and putting them on that leaflet they are the bane of my life laurie hates them i love them but they do work really well for clients the clients love them yeah the clients love them um because i know that when i'm telling people at the end of their treatment bearing in mind they've just had a treatment done they might have been stressed and all the rest of it that when i'm saying to them okay don't do this but you can do this and don't do this probably like 10 percent of that actually stays in their head and so then no doubt when they get home they're thinking what do i do but we've got the QR code so you can just have the leaflet and scan them and have all of that information to hand. I love it. Perfect. Moving on to our favourite time of the week, the client story. We've got a good one here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Have we spoken on the podcast about the fact that we've gone international? Oh my God, no, we have not. Guys, guys. We. So I was looking at our little podcast analytics and by the way, we have quite a few people click on from our instagram have a little link to it yes oh i love that yeah anyway so i was looking at locations we've already gone international we're in america we're taking over america which like i said we knew that was going to happen pretty quickly harry did say (laughs) i'm dying about that harry 
when he was like, yeah, and I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually a bit worried for our jobs because we might end up taking this podcast on tour. <laughs> There's only 40, 40 hours to work in a week. Do you know what I mean? As Molly May said. Hang on a second. We could do a podcast brunch. We could be the inventors of a podcast brunch. Bottomless brunch with the podcast. Like, so people come and watch a live podcast. Yeah. And have bottomless brunch, yeah. I would say bottomless brunch, they're a bit boozy, and then the podcast starts. Yeah, yeah. We did try and do our podcast after the away day. Didn't go down well. I think the Harry Potter TikTok says enough. Yeah, if you haven't... Did we try and do it after the away day? Was I there? No. Yeah, we mentioned it, but we never did it. We oh, right, okay, fine, 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 fine. I was like, what? But if you haven't watched our Harry Potter TikTok, please go and follow us on Simply Connects TikTok um, because it's really, really amusing. Um, aside from that, we have a client story. Um, is it aesthetician view, therapist view, or client view? So the, so the way that I'm reading this is it's from someone who is a client, like not one of our clients, but someone that goes for a treatment. That's how I'm reading it. Okay. Not necessarily to us, but to a a clinic or something. That's how I've read it anyway. But I'll let you guys think about it. You know, I actually get like a bit of like a nervous feeling before like reading the stories. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what have I done this time? So I have been going to my waxing therapist for a while and she's great at what she does. But sometimes I feel she shares a little too much information like her sex life and personal relationships. This makes me feel uncomfortable. I really don't know how to approach this and damage the relationship as I genuinely like her. What do I do? Mm, tricky. So I actually relate to this quite. I just feel like, so I actually ended up changing hairdressers at one point because my barber, the second he found out I was a doctor, there's something happens when someone finds out you're a doctor much as them telling me about personal intimate healthcare issues over their experience in I've had before this guy about his wife and her like womanly troubles no and I yeah his kid just a lot of like stuff and yeah people just come straight out of it once they find it I mean it can be literally within seconds sometimes so basically what Harry's saying is move never put that client in again oh no she's a client was she which one is she Oh, move, move, um, clinic. That would make it so awkward for every other appointment, though. Well, I just didn't have the backbone to tell him I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't know what I would do here. Could it be a situation where you change subjects? Um, if you feel too awkward to say, I don't really want to talk about this or I don't feel comfortable talking about it, just by the hopefully changing the topic a lot she might get the hint so as with everything in my life now i've approached this the same way which is to ask chat gpt oh i love that it's kind of a letdown though it's just it basically tells you what you should as a normal human being do if you had a backbone and a bit of like you completely so i said how do i tell my waxing lady that i don't feel comfortable hearing about her sex life it says you can politely let her know that you prefer not to discuss personal topics during the waxing session as you find it more comfortable to focus on the treatment the thing is i would i would i would could not i could not tell anyone can you please stop talking mm. no and then i've just said to it and what if that doesn't work if expressing your preference doesn't work you can kindly redirect the conversation by bringing up a neutral topic or engaging in small talk ellie you are chat gpt <laughs> 
I know. I use it daily. I'm, it's built in me. About non-personal matters, if the issue persists, consider addressing it more directly, expressing that you value professionalism during your service. I quite like that, actually. Would you ever say to anyone, excuse me, I'm sorry, but I prefer professionalism during the service? No, by that point, I would have gone somewhere else. (laughs) Okay, well, there you go. There's the answer. But also, I feel like this is a good message for therapists that potentially might overshare Think about how your clients feel. Um, you don't want to lose a client as well. Mic drop. I also think that you can really, well, I'm just assuming because I'm not a therapist, but you'd be able to read the person and know whether they are open to talking about stuff like that. You should some be able to. Some people can't do that. Socially awkward. Mm. Okay. What do you mean, like, some therapists just won't pick up on yeah yeah they won't be able to read like body language they just assume that if this person keeps coming back to me we're like we're best friends Mm. in a relationship that's the difficult thing isn't it you could be a really good therapist or a doctor doing injectables whatever it is but then it doesn't necessarily mean you've got like that side of like the social i don't know was it like personal skills or yeah okay moving on to doctor's room i know the doctor's room. The doctor's room. <laughs> Are we going to harmonise? Mm, I don't think I can harmonise, even with myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> okay, I'll um, put some music in here. The doctor's room. I actually, I know I've said it before, but I actually love the music you've chosen for this podcast. I just, it just really gets me going when like, I love the, the energy it gives me, yeah. Is it that or is it the B12? <laughs> I'm not joking. It is the B12, but, you know. And I love as well that we wrote, composed and recorded that ourselves. Don't you? Yeah, with my piano at home. Okay, doctor's room. Harry, back at you. Ready? Serious. <clears throat> Serious now. Serious. Okay, I had my lips done from a clinic a few years. Oh, wait, we haven't given her a fun name. You didn't give yours a fun name either. I'm going to call this person... Okay, Gretel. I had my lips done from a clinic a few years back, and at the time, I really liked them. I feel like they have migrated above my lip now, as they're looking a bit puffy. I don't want to get them dissolved and go without my lips for a while. (laughs) My lips are gone. (laughs) As I know you can't dissolve and refill on the same day. What do you think is the best way to go here, and how can I make sure they don't migrate again if I get them redone? Uh Oh... Lip filler migration, we see it all the time from like people coming from having, pre- and it's always like this as well. They've had it like such a long time ago, and they'll come from other clinics and say, Look, what you know, what can you do? And lots of people will just kind of want um, maybe the treatment done again, but you just have to think about how you're going to approach it to make sure that you're not kind of making the current situation worse and just kind of almost starting from the start, really. Um, I think Gretel has a already hit the nail on the head that um dissolving is an option so the when we talk about migration because not everybody will know necessarily what that means sometimes if filler is put into a position although kind of for the first you know for like in this case like quite a long time the filler stays in the right position the results are great um love it um but it can sort of slowly move over time and there are like loads of different factors that they'll say will cause that so overfilling is a is a potential option so if you've just got too much filler in that area it can just kind of it has nowhere else to go but start to slowly move um but i think also the the way it's put in is a big 
a big factor. So again, going back to what we were talking about earlier, that's why we use Kangana because actually in terms of getting into the right position, particularly within the lips and making sure that you're laying that really kind of smooth track of filler, just so that you don't have these kind of what I'd call like boluses of filler that can start to move. So yeah, so I think that um, dissolving definitely is an option. Um, speak to the person that's going to be doing your dissolving treatment because it might not actually be as bad as you think it's going to be in terms of getting rid of that filler and the way it's going to leave your lips looking and it is only a two week period as well so if you can kind of time that to make sure that you've kind of got no particular like functions or whatever in those two weeks then maybe just kind of book it in for that time and get it dissolved and yeah two weeks later you can have the filler done again and, and like I say maybe just make sure that the p practitioner you're going with have a conversation with them how are you going to be placing the filler and what do you do differently i.e cannula technique that's going to help to reduce the chance of filler in migration in the future great answer anything to add to that ellie no okay well okay so we're coming to the end of our third podcast um let's finish with our treatment of the week so harry what is your treatment of the week or what's what treatment have you been given this week the most? Mm. Have I mentioned Lumi Eyes before? I'm not sure if I have, have I? Okay. Okay, so I would say, not that I've had this, but bear with me. My treatment of the week is going to be microneedling. And the reason I say that is because I've just today booked in for my microneedling in two weeks' time. Really excited. And the reason I have is because I've seen some of the results, particularly, Laurie, the ones that you've put on uh, Insta that look amazing. And yeah, I just want to, yeah, amazing. I just want to, I want to have some of that yeah so tune in for the next time when i'll have had it done and i can let you know what the results are like so um i am currently sitting here with a enlarged chin because um i have recently just had our newest treatment which is coming to simply soon i have had a lemon bottle for my double chin and i must say this is my second session and i have noticed difference and other people have noticed as well did not hurt so yeah my treatment of the week was gonna be loomy eyes but i got here today and i can't have it done because too many clients want it and i'm bottom of the list so i'm gonna say master botox for the aesthetics but also because i have been grinding and clinching my jaw when i sleep so i'm really hoping that it's gonna help with my um jaw achiness so we'll see how that goes but i would have said loomy eyes because my eye the darkness under my eyes is so bad um, so hopefully next week I can have that done anything else to add as we round off pod number three no but I'm excited for when we're going to start getting like special guests in Courtney I know you're listening to this next week we want you you're in on a Friday in Uxbridge anyway come join yay anything else to add guys nothing <laughs> <laughs> goodbye bye, bye. bye. thank bye. you